The following podcast contains spoilers for Arctic. You have been warned. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another KFR episode. This is your host, Glenjamin Button, along with your host, Miguel Mikusto. Guten Morgen, Glenjamin. I said Miguel. it right this time, instead of, like, two Glenjamins. <laughs> two Glenjamins. <laughs> two Glenjamins and a button. <laughs> and How a, you doing? I'm not bad. Would you be surprised if I told you I watched a movie this week? What? Just about as surprised as I'm sure you would be if I told you I only watched one movie this week. That is actually surprising. <laughs> yeah, really. I, I thought about it today, and I'm slightly disappointed in myself. But I have my reasons. But let's let's go on to you. What what movie did you watch last week, Glenn? Uh, I cheated the system, and I rewatched a movie, uh, Casino Royale, the Daniel Craig Ooh. James Bond movie from 2006. I haven't seen that since I watched it on a plane coming back from Europe when I was 17. Uh, you know, living that uh, high society life. So a long, um, long time ago. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, did I say 2017 or when I was 17? I thought you said when you were 17. Yes, because that is the correct answer. Just okay. want to make sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, I need to rewatch it. How how is it? I, I I remember liking it. It is to this day my favorite Bond film because it doesn't as much feel like a Bond film like the other Bond films feel. Would you say better than Skyfall? I'm one of the people who don't like Skyfall as much okay. as everybody else. Okay. Is that a Sky... hot take? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I think, it's probably like a like. I think um, it's overrated. It's probably like a J.J. Abrams Star Trek thing where like it's not really like the Bond movies. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think it's I, a great I like movie. Skyfall. I just think Casino Royale holds a top pillar compared to. Skyfall. Yeah. I could see people not liking Skyfall because it doesn't feel like a James Bond movie, which is personally why I loved it. It didn't feel yeah. like a James Bond movie. Um, I remember liking Casino Royale. Uh, Quantum of Solace I remember really liking too. Um, I've only ever seen the Daniel Craig ones. I haven't seen any of the older ones because they're, they're a little bit too campy for me. Yeah, I think um, back when we did the uh, 365 movies, I watched at least five or six of them. Yeah. And I'm putting myself through a little bit of a torture until April when the next Bond comes out, and I'm watching all the Bond films that I can. Yeah, I kind of feel like I need to rewatch them. I have, I feel like I never really gave them the attention they deserved because I, I always just kind of saw them like yeah i got nothing else to do might as well go see them yeah they, so they, they are what they are what they are obviously uh the yeah. high action-packed movies um yeah. i sincerely uh really like daniel craig's because he's a little bit more human i like Spen- daniel craig. specifically in casino royale where he's yeah. the most human yeah uh speaking of daniel craig just real quick this isn't going to be the new segment but uh they're they officially greenlit the um, sequel for Knives Out. I saw that, and I'm real stoked on that. So, 
Good thing. Good. Yeah. Good thing is Ryan Johnson. His career did not get impacted at all from Last Jedi. Honestly, he, he, like he's a great director, but he should have never done a Star Wars movie. He's just yeah. he's too quirky for a, for a movie with that kind of fan base. I mean, it um, might have actually helped him in like a sort of way. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but the movie I saw last week, uh, doing a, a, a smash cut into that, Ooh. was Lost in Translation. Uh, finally, all my film friends can stop bothering me about it. I have seen Sofia Coppola's 2003 film, Lost in Translation. Is that the um, movie I think it is? Yeah, with Bill Murray and a little little baby Scarlett Johansson. Oh, uh, I've she's seen not a baby, she's 19 you? years old. Oh my that, god. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not big on, uh, like those kinds of movies so I, I i wasn't like actively avoiding it but yeah I, I wasn't going out of my way to go see it i did not really pay attention when i watched that movie to be honest so i might have to yeah. re- eventually in time yeah I, I enjoyed it it does drag on a little bit but i i did enjoy it uh it's got some good humor um scarlett johansson's really great in it uh, Bill Murray's pretty good in it. I'm not a huge. I like Bill Murray, but I'm not crazy about him like a lot of people are. Yeah, there's a lot of people who have an obsession with Bill Murray. Yeah, and it that really needs to calm down. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a good movie. I'm I'm glad that I finally watched it. Um, but yeah, that I guess that will bring us into the news. We got a little bit of sad news to start out. Uh, Kirk Douglas has passed away. Um, at the age of 103. So I mean, first he off, a- impressive as hell. Yeah, he lived a long and happy life. Uh, he he was a great actor, great filmmaker. Um, he he did a lot of great things for cinema. Uh, I haven't seen as many of movies his movies as I would like to say. The one only ones that I can really think of are Spartacus and uh, Paths of Glory, both of which are fantastic. Um, but what I think people often overlook with him is that he kind of helped Hollywood get out of the whole Red Scare thing by having um um fuck what's his name trumbo dalton yeah. trumbo write it uh like dalton trumbo was blacklisted for being a communist uh and essentially wasn't working at the time when kirk douglas appro- approached him to uh to help write that and uh you know more than his talent that is a bigger thing than anything kind of getting rid of the whole ridiculous blacklist yeah um that hollywood was going through at the time uh, so yeah, he he will be missed. Um, I'm sure they got him in. T- you know, <laughs> this sounds terrible. I'm sure he died in time to be able to be part of the in memoriam on Sunday during the Oscars. Uh, but we'll, I we'll I see. certainly hope so. Either and if they didn't, they're gonna probably knowing the Oscars miss it next year. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's it's a sad thing, but uh, uh, yeah, he he's gonna be. Gonna be missed. He also gave us one of the the best actors, Michael Douglas. You know, as as his son. Um, so yeah. Good, you know, good. I really never put two and two together. Really? Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Kirk Douglas. And now are we Douglas. talking about Michael Keaton, Michael Douglas, or are we no, talking not, about Michael we're, Douglas, Michael? We're Douglas. talking about Michael <laughs> Douglas, the Michael Douglas that made Michael Keaton Douglas go by Michael Keaton. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a sad day, a sad week, but you know. He, he lived a long, good life. At the end of the day, he is Spartacus. Indeed. I am Spartacus. I am Spartacus. <laughs> so uh, you told me before we started recording this that you have a little bit of a rant to go on, Glenn. What, would you like to jump on into that? <sighs> yes. <laughs> it wasn't a fun one for me. It's a very annoying one. Um, 
we were talking about me and a couple co-workers were talking about um the mandalorian again and we ended up back on the topic of they were like hey, oh, oh that's right you didn't like it i'm like it's not that i didn't like it it just wasn't really original yeah and then it went into this huge debate on what in the world is really original mm-hmm. all movies are not original glenn get over it uh, this movie's copying off of that movie. This movie's copying off of that movie. This bi- movie's copying off the Bible. It's it's everything's being copied, man. Everything's not original. Was that one the Matrix? I take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, it's just when I'm like, all right, I'm gonna stop arguing with you because obviously this is going nowhere. You can make a film, beat or film or film show whatever, and at least have some originality. Like yeah. a lot of the Mandalorian episodes, as much as much fun as they were, didn't feel really original. Yeah, I would say that they are right saying that nothing is really one hundred percent original. However, I shouldn't be thinking or reminded of what is like what yeah. while watching. It should be like a little fun fact afterwards. Yeah. Um, like Parasite, probably one of the more original movies of the the past several years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just came to the conclusion today that it has a lot of homages to Hitchcock movies, but I wasn't made to think about them during the viewing of that movie. Whereas Mandalorian, pretty much any time I watch an episode of Mandalorian, I text you and I was like, oh, this episode's like this. This episode's like that. You're like, this episode's like Seven Samurai. Yeah, literally every episode we were talking to each other about how much these episodes were. And it's it's not just Mandalorian. Um, there's, there's so many things like that are other, like other things like all the mission impossibles are just mission impossible movies, but you know what makes them somewhat original that they do keep doing crazy different things each time, even though it's Tom Cruise goes to fight a bad guy, bad, bad guy loses. Like the, the biggest issue is that it didn't do anything to, to set itself apart from the rest. Yeah. Say what you want about last Jedi. I personally did not like last Jedi. Uh, I don't think it was as terrible for the franchise as everyone says it was. Mm-hmm. But at least it tried something different. Yeah. It failed miserably, but it tried something different. Sometimes trying something different doesn't work. But I respect people for trying to change things up and change up the, the formula. Um, especially after, like, I, I really like Force Awakens, but it, is, it really is essentially just, like, Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. It's it's the same plot. Um, yeah. But yeah, like it, I I enjoyed the Mandalorian. I think the middle four episodes not needed, um, and that's my biggest complaint about it. And but and because of that, they created four episodes that were just like other things. Yeah, there was like John Wick three. It was like Seven Samurai. It was uh, like pri- a Prison Break movie. You know, just yeah. It's it's. It was very hard arguing about it. Consider, I was like, it's not like that. I didn't like the show. I'm looking forward to another season. And I it's just not didn't. like you're saying everything is 100 percent original. Yeah, either. I, I like everything's obviously, but there you could at least try. That's yeah. and then it, it just I just stopped arguing. I was like, this is obviously going nowhere. <laughs> they just <laughs> think I hate the show just because I liked only one, two, and the last one. Yeah, and because four out of three is worse. I don't know. It and was annoying as much as i like bobby cannavale his son was super annoying yes sir he, he, was, he, he was like the han solo wannabe i think and that was in episode five or six yeah just 
uh, so so obnoxious. But Bobby Cannavale is one of my favorite favorite actors. So I was a little disappointed that that was his stock. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I completely agree with you. Uh, should we get into our review? Let us get in. Let's get into Arctic. Directed by Joe Penna, written by Joe Penna, and Ryan Morrison. Stars Moss Mickelson, Maria Thelma. Oh, shit. I did not see that last it's name It's an Icelandic coming. name. It's an Icelandic name. How do you even pronounce that in a different... Uh, de tier. I've been learning Icelandic for my trip coming up, and uh, I still don't know how to pronounce shit, so that's probably wrong. Smaller de tier. All right, I'm sorry the last two stars of that movie. I, I'm not going to even try it. <laughs> <laughs> Arctic is about a man stranded in the Arctic after a plane crash. Must decide whether to remain in the relative safety of his makeshift camp or to embark on a deadly trek through the unknown. Anyway, so uh, if you listened last week, I picked this movie because mainly uh, Moss Mickelson, but also because of Joe Penna, the YouTube Mystery Guitar Man star. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to see this when it came out, and I missed my chance, but here we are today. Well, technically last week seeing it, and now reviewing it. Yeah. If I'm honest, uh, like I, I wanted to see this, but hearing that it was directed by a YouTube star, mm-hmm. I don't want to say made me more excited, but piqued my interest more. Yeah. Uh, just to see either how impressive or much of a disaster it was. I can only either go one of either way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Bo Burnham made a masterpiece with Eighth Grade, mm-hmm. uh, and Joe Penna with Arctic, surprisingly sufficient. Like, um, I, I, I really enjoyed this. Uh, I think it was a, a nice, well paced story of survival with a little dialogue, which is hard to do. Yeah. Um, and, and I, th- I think he did a solid job. You know, I, I don't want to say like it blew my mind or anything. But it, it definitely had me invested throughout. Yeah, this wasn't really... Um, I, I wasn't expecting anything from this movie. Other yeah. than, obviously, Moss Mickelson's face being the pillar of beauty that it is. Um, <laughs> remaining beautiful, even even if it's all cold and scratched up and everything. Uh, I expected all, him to be awesome, and he was. Um, Joe, I've obviously have never seen any work that he's done because he hasn't really had any. Uh, which is awesome because if this is his first project, which I am going to look uh, now as a film at least. All right, so he's probably had some short films. It looks like. Yeah, um, but it, it seems like it's his first feature at least. Yeah, um, it was it was awesome. Um, I don't think it was as good as like movies like All Is Lost or. 
dare I say the gray? The grays really can't be, but I, yeah. I really like that movie a lot. All is Lost, I think, is a masterpiece that mm-hmm. doesn't get talked about enough. Uh, the gray, I really, really enjoy the gray, but it is the taken of survival movies. Yes, uh, and that's not just to compare it to like a, another Liam Neeson movie. Uh, it's meant to be like a popcorn eating. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there's there's a cast. There's um, it's not just like one person trying to survive. Yeah, uh, which which I would say is much harder to do. Oh, uh, it's very hard to do. But yeah, the gray gray is a good movie. Um, but yeah, we're not talking about that. Uh, yeah, talking yeah. About <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we just talk about how Maria Thelma, sh- she's credited in the movie as Maria Thelma. So that's all we're going to call her. Yeah. Maria Thelma had, this is her first acting role mm-hmm. and I ca- kind of envied her and felt bad for her at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I envied her because she legitimately only had to lay there for the majority of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but also felt bad for her because I'm sure she's a great actress and she didn't get the chance to show off her her talents, you know. Yeah. Um, Especially when she's wearing nice a uh, good old Mas. Yeah, and I mean she doesn't speak the same language as Mass Mickelson uh, does in this. I mean, I mean they both speak a little bit of English, but she's like concussed. She's in a coma more or less, um, and, and so when they do have dialogue. It is not many words and very basic. Um, and I, I kind of, you know, just wish she had a little bit more to show off a little bit. But at the same time, she got paid to just lay around the whole Which time. Which is all of our dreams, if while, you think about While it. Mass Mickelson... Touches her. To... <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to go creepy with it. I was just going to say... I was just going to say he had to, like, drag her... Drag her around, which is somehow creepier, <laughs> and and uh, you know do shit to try to have them both survive. Um, but yeah, I thought it was great. I thought they the cinematography is fantastic. It was mm-hmm. filmed in Iceland, uh, which if it's filmed with there being snow on the ground, that's probably like early spring, late fall, or. I doubt it was this, but like the middle of winter. Yeah. That means they didn't have much sunlight. They probably had like at most six hours of sunlight to work with. Uh, I didn't see any like statistics about that or any like trivia about that. But with how far Iceland is up north, and the only reason I know this is because I'm going there in a few months and I did, <laughs> I did research. Like they didn't have much light to work with. Uh, so they had to f- film quickly and for many days. Um, so yeah, that just just adding that to the 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 making of the film makes it that much more impressive. It does. So when you saw the polar bear, <laughs> did you think anything of it? How do you mean? I knew that bastard was coming back into play. Like, well, yeah, when, I mean, <laughs> I was like, "There's no way that son of a bitch is not gonna roll back around here." Yeah, I mean that that's just that's just good writing. I mean, I. I forget who said it. I want to say it was Hitchcock who said it, but I'm not 100% yeah. sure. It's like, if you show a gun in the first act, it has to go off in the third act. Like, that's kind of exactly what happens just with a polar bear. You show a polar bear in the first act, it goes off on the third act. Yep. Um, <laughs> as soon as they slipped into that little cave, I'm like, yeah. Hey. So I, I don't think they were trying to be mysterious or, like, shocking with that. Um, but, yeah, I get what you're saying. It, 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 that part was predictable. Uh, 
And it's not even like a bad predictal. Like I'm not yeah. smashing it. I'm just, I was just like, I can see you, you son yeah. of a bitch. What this movie does fantastically, it really this this is mainly because Maz Mikkelsen is such a great actor, but it's also, you know, uh uh pretty good direction, cinematography, you know, shot shot choices and everything. When you learn information that with Mass Mickelson, mm-hmm. you I don't know about you, but you react with him. Like there's this part where uh, he 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 picks this trail on the map. It's going to take like two three days for him. Yep. And then he gets to a certain part, and there's like this giant cliff in the way that's not on the map. And yeah, it's a very rocky ridge yeah. that. At the time, he's pulling this chick because she's yeah. in a coma, and he and, can't get over it. Yeah, he's trying to get over it. Like, he tries to do it, but he realizes he won't be able to, and then he has to map another way. And when you realize that him mapping that other trail is going to be, like, an additional five or six days, yep. I audibly went, fuck, man. Like, yeah. like that's just... You, you feel with Massa Mickelson as he learns these things. You yeah, know? you're definitely like, that sucks. Yeah, like... like it, and and that's rare for for a first time director to make you feel that way. Where mm-hmm. you're just like, you're you're on board. You're you're on the ride with them. You want them to survive. That's mainly because Mass Mickelson's great. But mm-hmm. like, so you like, I was on board with him from the get go just because it's Mass Mickelson. Um, but the direction was great, and it makes the journey that much more heartbreaking and interesting and and you know emotional to be able to feel the emotions that he's feeling um even just watching it on a on a tv uh while i was watching this i had no idea how it was gonna go so like when the first helicopter showed up i'm like oh shit he's already like kind of getting rescued and then like it crashed i'm like holy shit like that's another reaction i was just like oh my god yeah. That sucks. Yeah, and and not not and only apparently does... that's my only reaction that I ever have. <laughs> not only do uh do you feel the reaction of oh man he he just went from being rescued mm-hmm. to having to rescue people, but you also feel the the kind of slight guilt that he feels where he's just like there's this moment on his face where you can see he's like shit, this crash is my fault. This guy's death is my fault because one yep. of the people does die in the plane crash. So like you feel that with him like. He he knows that because he was trying to. Obviously, this is just like humans' insecurities making them feel this way, and he's really not to blame for it because he there's no way he could have known. Hindsight's twenty twenty and everything. Yeah, it was but like, strictly weather that's. Uh, yeah, with with this up. with this like five second shot of his face, you can see him go through this monologue in his mind. Like, if I just you know let myself die instead of trying to get rescued this person would still be alive mm-hmm. and and that is just a beautiful piece of acting from Mads Mikkelsen um and the setup for that is like like you said uh it's very very well done because before all that even happens uh it's it's so well directed they have him like just going through his daily tasks I don't, I don't remember seeing how long he's been there like I don't know if he kept track or anything he, they, they showed tallies. I, they showed some tallies. They didn't show yeah. it all. Uh, it looked like it had been at least a couple weeks. Yeah. Because um, I, I think I saw like 15 days or something. It could okay. have been more. I, If it was more, I would say 
the director should have calmed down a little bit and been more <laughs> believable. Um, Fifteen days, I can believe. Uh, yeah, but yeah, regardless, uh, even me missing that fact, it was so well set up because they go through like his daily chores of like trying to figure out how to get rescued. Like he's mm-hmm. shoveling out this area for an SOS while like he's got it like a set schedule, and then he's uh, going to fish for food, and then he's yeah. kind of like roaming for like scouting for a trail and then he's also uh kind of setting up this uh machine to like let him know when there's another helicopter or anything nearby and like he goes through it daily and it's so well set up for when the moment actually happens that uh, something does come you get that devastation like oh man he's got to do it all over again probably yeah exactly and and it's just you know him, him having the the watch so he only spends an hour on any given task mm-hmm. or however long it is just it, it does a great job of putting you in the world he created for himself within those those few days or few weeks or however long it was and then when he goes through all this you see him consider and then temporarily leave the woman behind and he immediately falls into like a, a a cavern and and breaks his leg because of it like he Mm -hmm. just the guilt that he feels for that and and even though like any other sane person had that not happened to them probably would have kept going yeah and and just just him connecting all these things and kind of blaming himself for these things that really aren't his fault like it's just the circumstances uh it it was a really human story that i i wasn't expecting and in the end, when you they're they're on top of the ridge, they see the helicopter. He starts making a fire. He burns his coat, makes a bigger like flame flag, mm-hmm. trying to get these goddamn helicopter people to see him. And then they turn the other way and fly fly away. Like your your stomach just sinks when that happens. Yeah. Like, I I felt I felt legitimately like slightly nauseous when that happened like, oh come on and i even posted about it on facebook i was like it should be required by law for helicopters to do a 360 whenever they're taking off to make sure there's no no one trying to get their attention yeah <laughs> and i mean and then of course it does end with the helicopter flying up behind them it ends just then honestly if they if it ended with them getting on the helicopter and flying away it pro- it would have been so cheesy i'm so glad that they ended it when they did yeah um, he, he probably even thought that too he's like you know i'm gonna just leave that out <laughs> yeah like it's it's implied that they're rescued when a helicopter flies that close to them yeah so that that's another great uh showing of instincts for uh joe Pena penna um is that his name joe penna joe penna yeah, Joe Pena. Like he just has great storytelling instincts because of that, uh, and that that is another example of it. Uh, so yeah, overall, I was just very pleased and surprised with this, and and uh, I don't want to say I, w- I thought it was going to be bad, but I did. Yeah, I, it was. It's better, better than, than you expected. Be. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm I'm glad you mentioned like the human and flames because like uh, there's a point where he finally gets to eat warm food and like feel fire or like heat yeah mass mickelson's face shows like all the joy in the world Mm -hmm. is is that's my favorite part of the movie when he gets to eat like warm food and be warm even though it's just like ramen noodles yeah ramen noodles and fish it might have also helped that i was super hungry when he was eating some fish (laughs) and noodles yeah 
But my God, his expression on his face showed everything. At that no, moment. yeah, he's he's just a fantastic actor, mm-hmm. um, and he I I'm glad that he did such a small budget movie because the budget for this was two million dollars. Uh, he could get that himself, yeah, pretty much in any other movie, if not more. Yeah, I was gonna say um, at least. Yeah, and and I I love it when big name actors branch out and do like a small indie movie like this, and and. It really shows that this was a passion project, not just for Joe Penna, but for for Mass Mikkelsen as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he put he put a lot into it that he didn't necessarily have to. It really does. It really does yeah. show. Does. Uh, I think that's all I've got to say. To be honest, yeah, same here. So, with that being said, we move on to the judgment. Does this become a shelf boy? Does it get thrown in the garbage? Like it's a piece of garbage. <laughs> like a not shelf boy. <laughs> and it, as a reminder, it has to be mutual understanding. Unanimous decision. Uh, un- unanimous decision is what I meant to say. <laughs> so, so, Glenn, with this being your movie, you go first. Does this become a shelf boy? Now, I'm I'm actually, like, this isn't me playing on it. I'm actually stuck in between mm, okay. uh, whether or not I am or not. I'm glad um, that you said that that's not you joking because usually you yeah, joke that way. Usually I'm being an ass, but I'm yeah. definitely not. <laughs> um, as an achievement for a YouTube star to make such a really good movie, like better than I would imagine most people, anybody ever expected, especially the content he made on YouTube. Um, it, it was way better than I for sure expected. And a great survival movie. But as a survival movie, is it as, uh, like, shelf boy worthy? Because mm-hmm. I could probably not see this movie again and be okay. But yeah. also, it's such a good feat that I would want to. Like, I'm talking, like, what do I do about this situation I'm in? I think, I think I I will make it a shelf boy. You'll just make it a because shelf boy? of I, just because of what I just said. Yeah, just because I, I agree with you that it is very it's it's very on the cusp where it it could go either way. Um, I think if you had any other actor other than Mass Mikkelsen in it, mm-hmm. it would have been too different to not be as competent as it was. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say this movie's great. It, it's surprisingly, for, it's surprising for sure because it's made by a YouTube celebrity, and um, low budget, and, and low, low small budget. cast, and everything. Yeah, small cast. Um, but because of that, I do tend to be easier on low budget films made by first time feature directors. Um, mainly because that's where I want to be, man. That's where you should. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree. Uh, I, 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 I am with you where I could go either way, but I think this hit just right to be a shelf boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so Arctic becomes a shelf boy, Look along with many others. That brings us to plugs for next week. Glenjamin Button, or no, ju- yeah, plugs for next week. Glenjamin <laughs> Button. <laughs> What is your plug for next week? Uh, to be honest, I didn't have really anything until like the last second when I was kind of browsing through Twitter. Um, so if there's any Twitter fans out there and they really want to just scroll through and see a little, see a little fun fact every now and then, I follow a little page called Film Facts, 
So every time I'm scrolling through the stupidity that is the world, I get to see a little film fact and be like, man, now I kind of want to watch that movie because they just told me about in Toy Story 1995, all that Randy's friends are duplicates of him. How yeah, the hell would terrifying. I have known that? It is terrifying if you ever look at it. It's it's oh, it gives me chills mm. just thinking about so it. So weird. So, so that's a Twitter page you said? <laughs> that's a Twitter page. Uh it it's at is fact or wow, jeez, don't say that. <laughs> or don't type that either. Good luck. Uh it's at is facts on film. All facts one little thing. Facts on film. Cool. Well, I guess it's my turn then because mm-hmm. you have facts on film on Twitter, I believe is that what? On what Twitter. Uh, well, we're going to stick with social media for my plug, because oh. I found this Instagram page, which I don't know if you've seen these, but uh, it is essentially videos of uh, movies, like clips from movies, and it the script is scrolling along with it. Hmm. And you see either just how much it's similar to the script or how much it's changed to the script. Yeah. Uh, and it is f- phenomenal. The most recent one is uh, for the Joker. Um, as of this recording, um, no, I can only just, imagine if it's, it's just different really or not cool. with Joaquin. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool to watch the clips along with the screenplays. Uh, I also found out that you can get a lot of screenplays online for free. I'm gonna go through a shit ton of paper printing them out. I, I, say, I did just saw you saw Parasite. Yeah, I, I printed out Parasite. Parasite. So once I read that, I'm gonna download another one. Uh, but that that Instagram page is called Screenplayed on Instagram. Uh, and it's just really cool. They all they also have some special ones where they have the filmmakers and writers breaking down scenes. Okay. Uh, like they have one for uncut gems where the Safdie brothers break down a scene, um, and it's it's just a really cool page, and you know doesn't bombard your feed like some of those other pages. Yeah. Uh, so that is screenplayed on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. So that will bring us to. Next week's film. Next week's film. I guess this one's on me, isn't it, Glenn? It's it. It is. Uh, it, it, it went your me, turn, and then you, and then me. And it's then like we've you. got a system here or something. And it's really me, so, weird. Yeah, I guess it's my turn. So, <laughs> on Amazon Prime, there is oh, wow. a film. Yeah, sticking to it. We're doing sticking it. Sticking to it. Maybe Amazon Prime should sponsor us. Sponsor us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyone please just sponsor us i don't care if it's bounty paper towels or not just sponsor <laughs> literally us. toilet paper we're shit toilet paper. support we're us shit. <laughs> we're shit wash us away with your your charmin ultra uh <laughs> <laughs> now comes in four ply <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the movie on amazon prime is last flag flying i thought we were going to a funeral we are going to a funeral just looks like it's going to take a little longer to get there what you going to do strap the coffin to the roof of your car we could do that thing that made Larry different from the rest of us, he had a happy childhood. He said that? Yes, sir. If there's one minute that's not too terrible, I'd like to try to enjoy it. His holiness can hardly walk, let alone handle a big rig with a hydraulic lift. This is a rental with an automatic transmission. You guys ready for an adventure? Let's go. urine i love it it's like the official scent of the city things that come into your head and out of your mouth you worry too much that's why your hair went so great could you resist a man in this uniform i don't think i could you're there for your brothers that's all that really matters get out of the way okay you want to play let's play hey move hey 
You trying to get me killed, I will bury your ass. Mueller has arrived. Uh, it is directed by Richard Linklater, written by Richard Linklater and Daryl Ponixan, starring Brian Cranston, Lawrence Fishburne, and Steve Carell. Last Flag Flying tells the story. 30 years after they served together in Vietnam, a former Navy corpsman, Larry Doc Shepard, reunites with his old body buddies, former Marines. Oh, look who's having trouble you shut now. Your huh? Dirty mouth. Uh, <laughs> reunites with his old buddies, former Marines Sal Nealon and Reverend Richard Mueller, to bury his son, a young Marine killed in the Iraq War. Um, this is a movie I wanted to see uh, when it came out in 2017. Just never got around to it. Um, it looks pretty good, you know. It's it's a like a, a dr- dramedy, comedy drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got three really great actors: Brian Cranston, Lawrence Fishburne, Steve Carell, and I'm sure more. Um, and Richard Linklater, he's hit and miss with me, but you know, I I do like him most of the time. So we'll see how this one is. <laughs> yeah, we shall see. I've I've seen it a lot on um, obviously on passing Amazon Prime. Yeah. They they did promote it a lot, but I've never actually jumped in to see it. So yeah. we shall so, see. It's always rated R. Heck yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's got cursing and maybe boobs. Who knows? Uh, I mean, <laughs> <Or> what? Blood. <laughs> <laughs> um. So our plugs for next week are facts on film on Twitter. Is that right, Glenn? Yes, sir. And screenplayed on Instagram. Next week's film is Last Flag Flying available on Amazon Prime. As always, you can look at our website, www.keystonefilmreview.com. On Instagram, we are Keystone underscore film underscore review. Twitter, we are Keystone underscore film. Facebook, Keystone Film Review. On Letterboxd, I am Mike KFR. All this breath I've got, it feels great. And I am Glenn KFR. (laughs) And that will do it. Until next week when I run a marathon talking about our socials again. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. (music) Thank <music> you.